so what are we doing? What what is this? What is this? Show? Is this season two? Is this season two? You chose poorly, right? You chose poorly. Season two. That can be that can be our theme for every episode. Just you saying that. It's gonna be like One Punch Man season two, <laughs> which is like not quite as good as the first one, but still okay, you know. Yeah, not not enough to turn off the following. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I still want to know about the franchise, but uh, it doesn't quite have the same magic because everyone's a little older. Right. Where do I go? I think everyone, everyone can. Uh, I think people are not as interested in other people's consumerist choices as they were maybe in 2016. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe they're into it more. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I did not consider this. I know I'm into it more. So yeah, you're right. Perhaps others might be too. I think I think this is still a fascinating thing. Um like do you do you ever go to a website called the wire cutter? Of course. Right. More than I ever have this year. Have you ever have you ever typed into Google, hey, what's the best something? Like whatever it is, you know, and then, but you type the word best first? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Right. What uh, have you ever done? Like, a, like let, let's look up like a six month review of a product to see for the people who have had it a long time, do they still like it? Is it a good buy? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. More so now than before. Me yeah. too. Way more. I'm like I I I like the initial review, but I like like the one year review way more. Right. <laughs> right. right. Like, MKBHD dropped, like, a 60-minute YouTube video about the iPhone 12, which is six months old now. And I watched all of that. (laughs) So did I. It was so great. Oh, yeah. So great. I love that the the entire premise, the entire premise was, uh, sure, it was to be helpful to people who are interested in the iPhone. But the entire premise was that he is finally unshackled by... uh, by uh, by the review season, which was uh, so it was it was fascinating how much he talked about that actually. Like mm-hmm. he, he he made it appear that that was the point. The point was that these uh, products come out and built into the release, built into the marketing, is the kind of reviews everybody has to make. Like nobody really has a choice to uh, to do what MK uh, MKBHD did, mm-hmm. uh, except him. Because he could, and it was six months after, and you know, so so it was it was fascinating to see. But also built into all of these products is how uh, how how little time anybody gets to spend with them before they tell anybody else about it. So I concede this is absolutely an interesting thing. I and I I and I I think we have people who might be interested in what we're going to talk about too. I think so too. So for for people who are who are listening to this for the first time, uh, or for returning people. Um, my name is Kay Sawyer Paul. Uh, my friend, as always here, Mikey Lauren. Um, we did a season of podcasting a few years ago called You Chose Poorly, where we did, I think it was 10 episodes or 11 episodes, and we talked about things that we've purchased in our life or experiences that we've had with technology that um, maybe weren't uh, ideal, um, or we're like, you know, we loved the thing, but it was very unpopular, or we wanted to love the thing, but it just didn't work out, you know, or we just bought the wrong thing. <laughs> like one of my favorites is the 
iPad episode where you talked about you you own several you've owned several iPads and they've always been. I'm sure I'm sure it's a thing that people are going to be very excited to listen to. Like, what are they disappointed about this time? <laughs> These old cretins. Just <laughs> why are they never happy? <laughs> Can you imagine a time, Sawyer? I can't imagine ten years ago wanting to listen to this. You know, so it, it, I feel like necessarily it, it it had to be me growing old and curmudgeonly first before realizing that this was interesting. Because <laughs> a, a, a lot of the, the the interest and excitement for new things, it, it it's it's a phase, you know, or it's a it's it's a season in life that people go through. I know it was for me, mm-hmm. and I did not recognize it until I grew out of it. Like I just thought it was normal. Like, there were normal, like, I thought there were people like me, and then there were people who didn't care about tech. And it took me, or tech, or whatever, mm-hmm. or consumerist purchase or whatever, you know? And it's not, and it didn't feel like a matter of expendable income. It just felt like, uh, oh, of course I'm going to want the new iPhone. Of course I'm going to want, you know? Right. <laughs> it wasn't even the thing I had to think about. Yeah. So I, I can't even imagine wanting to listen to anyone talk about a 10-year-old iPad, you know? So I, you know... I want to start with something that has worked out, which should not, you know, should not have. Um, but as of today, uh, as of March 19th, 2021, um, I received a little notification from my cell phone carrier saying that I had uh, paid off my two-year tab for my iPhone XR. Wow. Oh, congratulations. Thank oh, you. I, feel great. It feels really good because I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> like just completely owned without replacing it, you mean? Yeah. Like, like or, I, or... I've, I've bought phones outright before um, and, I've, and I've started a contract like early, like restarted the contract early with a new phone before, right? Um, hmm. But I've never got a contract, signed up for it, and then two years later, when it's over, still had the same phone and still been happy with the same phone. Um, my iPhone XR feels as new today as it did when I got it two years ago. And that's never happened before to me. You think it's because of you? <laughs> or is it because of the phone? Like, is it a difference in perspective, or is it a difference in the quality of the phone in that generation? I, I do think the 10R and the 10S that year, I think they finally figured out the batteries. Uh, you know, mm. I think that's the year they finally put in good batteries. Um, and from what I've heard about the 12 year, it, that was not a good battery year. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really happy with, um, with my 10R. It's, it's the best iPhone I've ever had. Um, would I like it to be smaller? Yes, I would. <laughs> but <laughs> I I think it's great. Um, but that's rare for me. <laughs> so I thought I would mark the occasion. Nice. Congratulations. Perfect. Perfect for the first episode also. And I would like to, I personally, I just want to ride this thing as long as I can with it, right? Like, I'm like, well, I've made it to two years. I wonder if I can make it to three years. I wonder if I can make it to four years. I wonder if I'll be that guy in the office where all the young people will be like, oh, he's got such an old phone. <laughs> well, this is also, this is Syracuse, John Syracuse with, uh, with the uh, Mac Pro, the Tower Mac Pro. Like, he went on for 
you know, most of the entire run of ATP. Just uh, like ten years, right? Right, ten years. Yeah. Then they finally upgraded it. Could you imagine having an iPhone for ten years, the same iPhone? Oh God, I'll be honest, no. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like the iPhone, especially. You know, I can imagine having a, a Mac or a computer for 10 years. Mm -hmm. An iPad, my iPad is now five years old, so... I could see having a 10-year iPad sometime. Like, like if you were to buy, like, today's iPad, it might last 10 years, you know? Right. I, I could see it. Um, but I agree. iPhones, just because you have to carry them everywhere uh, and because their batteries are so small, I, I think that's still pretty unlikely. Um but, boy, if I could last it to three, that would, like, I'm at the record right now as it stands, so I'm just running out the clock now. I'm excited. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm, I have the same generation phone as you. I have the 10s Max. Ah, and, uh, very nice. And I don't, I don't feel it needs to be smaller. I love the size. That's the, I guess that's part of what the show is about, because I am very, very happy with it. It is just as good. It's better than it was when I, when I got it the first time. Uh, not uh, unless I look at the battery health or something, but even that still says it's on peak performance. Mm -hmm. So I, I am very happy with it, and uh, but I, like I don't think the feeling of wanting to write it out is as strong for me as it is for you. Though it is there, like I feel like part of my maturity or whatever is me wanting to write this out. But I have to admit uh, that I feel less that way about the phone. Like, like if I'm looking at like the meters in my life, <laughs> like the meters in my life, it's get it's, it's getting a little higher. The desire for a new phone, and I know it's not logical or rational. Yeah. And I think it might be because uh, it's lower on my other devices, on mm. my other upgrade cycle devices. Like I'm looking at the iPad, and I, I I can't I have to admit that there's nothing about it I really want to upgrade. Like there's nothing, and. Uh, it's the same for the phone. There's nothing about the iPhone I really feel I need to upgrade. Like, the camera's great in this one, you know? You have to be a real snob, which I'm not. Mm -hmm. think be unhappy with this camera. Uh, so, honestly, Sawyer, there's nothing. But yeah. I know that the, the desire is increasing for a new phone. So, like, I, I don't know how this... Uh, I, I This wasn't what we were supposed to talk about. No, that's okay. This is like the appetizer. Right, right. <laughs> uh, the... the there are categories in 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 your your device life, right? And uh, you're looking at two meters, how happy you are with it, or or, or how much you want to replace it. And um, and for the phone, it's I've been very happy with it, but I think it's a little different now because my happiness with it is high, but I am starting to think about uh, this year, like the iPhone 13 or 12s or whatever's coming out. Mm -hmm. What it makes no sense so i it like it doesn't make sense i have no real reason to want a new phone so i i feel like maybe i'm reverting maybe this is exhaustion from being so good <laughs> from being so good this past year with my purchasing decisions or my purchasing instincts uh so i don't know man i i feel like part of the show is also helping me deal with my i, I guess my my attempt to just be mature in my tech uh, my tech purchasing inclinations like it's it's my brain can explain why i should or shouldn't get a new device and mm -hmm. we, we we do that in this podcast but i have to admit a major part of this is just the the emotional part of the emotional component mm -hmm. where i can't explain why i want a new phone you know uh and if i were a bachelor or if i a 
I, all I had to think about was myself, I probably wouldn't even think about it. So, <laughs> so a lot of this also has to do with circumstances. Like we started the show, we did the show in 2016. Yeah. I had been married for a couple of years then and my, my baby was on the way. Now I have a four-year-old and I feel entrenched in the ways of You Chose Poorly. Like I think our show changed my life in, in so many ways. But now that we're doing this again, like four years in, I have to admit that part of me is like, like there's an itch that's wanting to be scratched to just, you know, to just go back to like, you know what? There's a new phone. I don't care. I'm going to get it. You know, well, there's a new Kindle. There's a new iPad. Like there's a part of me that I have to admit is there. Like I, just to be completely authentic with you, it yeah. is there. I, I think we can definitely dive into that. And I, I think that we can segue into sort of the main topic today, which is that coincidentally, we didn't even talk about this, but coincidentally, we both bought new, like, main home computers uh, recently. Um, and I think you should go first, because I think this feeds exactly into what you were just saying. You sort of maybe had the hunger for something new and exciting. And boy, did you get something new and exciting. Oh, yes. I I, I did. Oh, I did. I'm so happy. But see, I'm happy. It's, it's March 2021. Let's see in a year. No, but uh, kidding aside, I, I am so happy because I am podcasting with you now on a uh, 2020 M1 MacBook Air, which I am utterly thrilled about. It's my uh, it was my first it's my first upgrade or my upgrade since when is the last time I got a Mac? So what happened was I my last Mac that I purchased for myself was in 2013. And then in 2014, uh, my wife, I got my wife the then new 2014 MacBook Pro. And in 2015, her Mac, for whatever reason, started getting problems, starts having problems with whatever she needed to, to use it for at work. Mm-hmm. So we exchanged, and I then, <laughs> she got my older 2013 Mac, and I got the newer 2014 Mac, and she had no problem since. And I was very happy because I had a newer computer. <laughs> so so uh, 2015, so that was five years ago, six years ago now. Um, and this year I upgraded to the new one uh, because, well, after a year of the MacBook Pro being my primary income generating device on top of all the other things you use a computer for at home, uh, just started to make sense that it needed to be upgraded and i guess what i mean by that is partly the emotional component uh we're not even talking about the device now we're just talking about what goes into me choosing to upgrade that's okay uh, i'm gonna yeah. do the same thing and my story will be kind of similar <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it that's why we do it so um yeah and just the the desire to increase uh, to upgrade just increased exponentially after the <laughs> honestly after the reviews <laughs> yeah the reviews came out for the m1 uh and when you when you read the so the, so you read the reviews of how the m1 is amazing and macs have been upgraded yearly since i got my old mac but i didn't feel the need to upgrade partly because it was so new partly right. because eh, it's fine it's a mac it works who cares but this year of just daily full days on a computer where I barely got to use anything else and mm-hmm. uh, truly depending on it for my livelihood uh, made me also see its shortcomings. Like, you know, the the few seconds it takes to open a browser tab when everything you do is on the browser tab. 
uh, was, you know, enough to... Well, you know, it wasn't enough, but you did you do notice how how much it needs to be upgraded, but it wasn't enough to push me over the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, several things pushed me over the edge. Uh, the first was the reviews, just how it just felt like, uh, you know, using you chose poorly language, this was the right time to go, to, to, to jump in. You know, yeah. this was a... This was a. This was not a, an upgrade that I would regret. It seemed that was the theme of most of the reviews. Like this is the time to buy a Mac, uh, not counting all the the weird normal people who upgrade yearly, that, like that I used to admire. Or I still admire, but you know it's different now. Um, but there were people. You know, the theme of the reviews was that this is the time to upgrade. This is the generation of Mac where it makes sense to upgrade after however many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also. Uh, there's two more things. The other thing was a conversation with my wife about it, and we were talking about, uh, we were, we were honestly doing you chose poorly, <laughs> you know. This, 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 we were talking about upgrade cycles and when's the right time to upgrade what, and uh, she said, she said that you know if you upgrade your Mac, if, if all the things that we have, I think the Mac is the thing that makes sense to upgrade, because of how essential it's been this past year. Uh, and I think that's where the emotional component came in. Like, her saying that, like, allowed me to dive into more reviews, <laughs> to dive into to the education store and put it in the cart just to see what it feels like that I'm about to order it. You know, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the feeling like I think I should do it now that I indulged in for a few weeks that I think I needed to do uh, in order to do it. Like... Uh, I guess, unlike when I was younger, purchasing these things are not, uh, are, cannot be impulse, uh, cannot be on impulse. There are things that I have to pretend to do and practice doing for a few weeks before actually doing it. So, yeah, that was one. The other thing was that there was a bug on the Big Sur upgrade. Now, thankfully, I was able to upgrade my, my, la- my old laptop into, uh, to Big Sur without it dying. Apparently, that, that generation was the generation that died when you upgrade to Big Sur, and mine didn't. Um, but the bug on Big Sur, there was a notification that came out after I upgraded that said, welcome to your new M1 MacBook Air, which I uh, I felt like was a sign from the universe. What else could <laughs> you know, <laughs> what else could it be? It can't be a, it wouldn't, wouldn't be a bug like that. It felt like some spiritual thing telling my telling me that it's time for a new computer. So yes, uh, so uh, you, you were saying that your your upgrade story is similar to mine. Was it a matter of it slowing down all of a sudden, or like not upgrading for years, and then a new generation came out? No, this is AMD. I know nothing about it. So uh, well, okay, so I'll leave the AMD thing for now, but I'll just say that my my upgrade story. Let's say like the last last ten years of uh, home computers for me. So I had a. Um, in 2012, I had a like a two-in-one uh, Ace like Acer uh, Windows 8 laptop. It was okay, it, but I didn't really like fall in love with like the idea of like Windows until I got a Surface Pro. Um, and I think like the, I, I still think the Surface Pro is like the best. PC most people can buy um, because it, it does so many things um, like it is both a laptop and an iPad and sometimes a phone and like it can just it's so versatile as a device um, 
so what happened was I bought my wife a Surface Pro 3 in 2015. Um, she went back to school for some fairly uh, demanding um, computer work uh, the following year and decided to buy a more powerful Surface Pro. Um, so that was the Surface Pro 4. She bought like an i7 with 16 gigs of RAM. It's just, it's a crazy beast of a machine. Um, she did her classes uh, and then didn't really need that uh, power anymore. Um, my computer was getting kind of long in the tooth. So uh, basically I ended up with the more powerful computer and she went back to the one that I had given her before. Um, and that's kind of how it's been until a few weeks ago. Um, now, um, there have been downsides to having a more powerful Surface Pro. There are thermal issues with the Surface Pro at the high end. It seems that like the i3 and the i5 surfaces don't have this problem as bad, but the i7s, the ones with lots of RAM and stuff, they tend to get real hot, and mine would get hot. So I was always actually a little hesitant to really push it as much as um, I maybe could, you know? Um, so yeah, I was sort of looking for a solution, and you know, like you, like most people, I've been spending a little bit more time at home. Um, it's really great to have an ultra-portable computer that can go anywhere with you, but where am I going? Uh, <laughs> right, right. Right? So, so I thought, well, maybe I should buy a desktop computer, right? Maybe I was thinking, like, like my computer is basically a desktop computer now. Why don't I just buy a desktop computer and get the advantages of a desktop computer that you just can't get in any laptop. Like, no laptop across the board can do things that a desktop computer can do if you buy the right specs. And so this kind of, it was like a six-month research project of, like, what to get for me. Um, and we can go through that, but basically... Um, <laughs> and there was a period there. There was a period there last fall where I was like, these Macs look really good. Maybe this is the thing I should get. Uh, and I came very close to going in that direction. And I think it'll be interesting to decide why you did go in that direction and why I didn't. Um, mm -hmm. And why I'm already sort of going, wow, the numbers are telling me I maybe should have gone in that direction. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so I ended up eventually buying a desktop PC. Um, it's basically just parts put together, um, and it is a beast of a thing. It's huge. Um, it's not very loud because the fan technology has gotten really good in these things, um, but it's enormous. It has a million ports, and I've got a bunch of things plugged into it, <laughs> and um, it lights up. <laughs> I did not want to buy a computer that lit up, but you can't not buy a computer that lights up in this space. Does it have, uh, can you choose the colors it lights up with? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can choose the colors. You can have the colors sync to the music that's playing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, see, I can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to laugh more about it, but you know, we have, we, we I'm sure you and I both have people we, care deeply about who uh, think it's normal. <laughs> 100%. 100%. But it's just, it's funny to me that, like, 
like there's there's Apple, and Apple is like this adult minimalist, conservatively designed, like like we're going for elegance and and just invisibility almost. There is no design here. And then on the PC side, it's just exhibit just throwing stereos into people's trunks, mm-hmm. right? And like just light up everything. So there's there's a whole uh, there's a whole like cottage industry too of like uh, configuring setups that aren't like that into becoming like that without yeah. having to buying a new machine, like uh, LED strips yep. just to attach to behind monitors, you know, to do to do the same thing that yep. your computer does yep. built in. Uh, and uh, yeah, sorry. In fact, there are unused ports on the inside of my computer. That if I were to want more lights, <laughs> I am free to add them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's just like you know, you should... little dangling wires going, put more lights in me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ah, show title. That's it. Should... <laughs> put your lights in me. You should do it though. Like we should. This should be a follow-up. Like maybe at the end of the season. Yeah. We should post. We should. We should. We should post the photo of your. It's a lovely machine. I've seen it. You, you showed it to me. Yeah. It's a pretty. Uh, it's yeah. a. It's a pretty little box. Yeah. It's very very nice. Like it's and it's not um like it's not like I'm not saying like Apple fan condescension. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> kind of nice. You know, it is. It is nice, and it's not. It's nice in a way that is different. That you were saying, like the anti, like there is no design here. Mm-hmm. Like, but yours is. Uh, I was gonna say understated, but it's not. It's not going in the way. <laughs> it's not. It is what I mean. Yeah. I do mean it's understated compared to other machines that do the same thing. Um, but it's wildly different than, say, a Mac Pro, yeah. you know, uh, or a Mac Mini, and that's. I think that's a good thing, considering what you're going for. Mm. Uh, do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about its ability to do the lights thing? Like, what are you actually? Are you are you doing anything with it? Are no, the lights are the lights are off. I, <laughs> I want to be clear. The first thing I did with this computer was go. How do I turn these goddamn lights off? <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it so much. So uh, I think. Have you tried using it with the lights being on? Like for no. <laughs> Do you have any interest in trying it? You know, I'll tell you what. For you, for you, I will turn the lights on for the remainder of this episode. Yes. Oh yes. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. We should post. Uh, we should post it on this the the album art. Like uh, we should just have the, the the photo appear as people listen to it. Gotta find the RGB fusion app. I love it so much. I'm so excited. Oh I'm God. so excited. You don't even get to see it. <laughs> oh, it's, if, if you get to see it, that's, you know, and you feel the feelings as you see it, that's good enough for me. Okay. It's just vibes, <laughs> man. <laughs> I want to know how long you can stand it. Oh, my God. I know you can turn it on for the episode, but I yeah. want to see how long before you hate it. You know? <laughs> When I when I when I ordered a mechanical keyboard uh, this past year, mm-hmm. um, it uh, there were options for RGB lights or mm-hmm. blue lights, mm-hmm. uh, and but both both options had RGB lights on the side of the keyboard that uh, 
that you can set to like to, 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 to flash or change as you type. Yeah. Uh, the blue lights were, were cheaper, so I chose the blue lights, but the side still has these RGB ones. And um, that is when I realized that this was a thing. Like, this was a serious thing. And then I, as I started to look at other devices and other, uh, other accessories and other PC parts, I realized that it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, RGB things are everywhere. And I, I don't want to sound... <laughs> I already do because I'm laughing, but yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't want to sound uh, condescending or anything. But I I want to understand it. Like I don't know where it started. Where did this start? Because Dude, this I, is not I, exactly. I, I feel like exactly the same way because like I didn't I haven't been a Mac guy in a long time, but I've been buying sur- like Surface computers, which are like fairly understated and almost Mac like. Like if if Apple was forced to make a tablet. Com- desktop computer they would probably make something like the surface right right but everywhere else in the industry it's it's all just unicorn vomit nonsense all the time <laughs> we've alienated like 70 percent of our audience <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, you know you're our friends i know that you will support us because you know then you are also the people who and because of you, I'm currently bathed in unicorn vomit nonsense right now. <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, I love that you're doing this for me. Is, is it so? Is it just on unicorn vomit mode, or are yeah. you choosing a color? Does it change? Uh, I, I I I put it on color cycle. So yeah, it's slowly just just oh. changing the RGB spectrum around me, and I can change. I can change the brightness and I can change the speed. I got got lots of options. I love it. Do you have a blood pressure machine next to you? You should just just plug it in and just check your blood pressure every few minutes as it changes. Oh my god! I I would I would go insane. Like if I had no option to turn it off, which at least you do. But like if that was a thing, if that was normalized to the point of. of you know, be you know, if, if Apple decided that this was a thing that all computers must have, which they're arrogant enough to not let you turn it off, you know. Oh, you're right. Uh, they wouldn't give you the choice. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't. So thankfully, that's not a design sensibility they're into. When I when I bought the I computer, I asked the salesperson, "I can turn the lights off, right?" I I, I, <laughs> I before purchasing, I made sure. <laughs> right. Right. Uh. I was, uh, there was the keyboard, and then I had to buy headphones. I had to replace my headphones late last year. Yeah. And I was looking at uh, the Steel Series Arctis line, mm-hmm. and, uh, and there was the Arctis 3, which you plugged in via headphone jack, and I decided that I have, a, I have an audio interface. I don't need to plug it in via USB. Mm-hmm. But the Arctis 5, which is a higher-end model, which is not the highest-end one, but among the features that they were touting was that you can plug it via USB, so it's the same headphone that you can plug, except you can plug it in via USB, mm-hmm. uh, and it has RGB lights on the side. Like, and they weren't on the side of the headphones. Yeah, on on the side of the headphones. Okay. Like it was just, and then when when it's on mute, it turns red, and when it's not on mute, it's unicorn vomit. And oh, great. Uh, and it's a feature. It's yeah. a feature. I think that's yeah. the thing that surprised me. It's not a. It's not an extra fiddly thing. It's not. It's not speakers in the trunk. It's, you know. <laughs> no, the speakers in the trunk became the car. You're, you know what? You're right. 
forget that I used to see this a lot. It did, it did become a car, and it did, it did become the feature. Like, yeah. people want that car yeah. because of the speakers in the trunk. Oh, yeah. wow. And this, uh, is, I, like, this is 100% us being old and everyone else being like, yeah, that's just how it is, Grandpa. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, kids. We used to be like you. Yeah, we podcasted. We used to podcast twelve years ago, so you know we used to be you, all right. Hey, I just got my first. I just literally twenty minutes ago, I got my invitation to Clubhouse, so I'm not that old. Oh wow, I yeah. still haven't gotten any. So I'll, I'll get you in. I'll get you in. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think, based on everything I've read about it, it doesn't seem like it's a young person thing either. You know? No, it's a bunch of old white podcasters. That's a hundred percent what it is. <laughs> I'm not sure there's a there's a there's some pride to be had about being invited to clubhouse. But old, I'll take it. Old white male yeah. podcast pride. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Well, one of us is white, so that's that's right. true. That's true. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, tell me about your computer besides the lights. I want to hear. My, so I just talked about mine for a little bit. Let's go back to you. Um, so yeah, sure. I want to I want to hear before you bought this Macintosh computer uh-huh. um was there a period of time between the current like the last macintosh computer you had and this macintosh computer was there a period of time when you went should i get something other than a macintosh computer oh sorry no i didn't think so i just thought i would ask is there we've, we've now alienated 90 percent of the audience but no there really wasn't <laughs> is th- was there a period of time when you thought could i go ipad only uh, not this year, but this happens, you know, regularly in my life. <laughs> but uh, the pandemic has shown me that, no, I cannot go iPad only. I haven't heard a single article about the iPad's the only computer you need since 2019. That's right. <laughs> I, like, That's right. Aside, I, from, aside from the people who already use it only, yeah. uh, you know, there, there isn't an article. Yeah, I agree. There, there, and there wouldn't be. There, every couple of months... All decade long, there would be an article somewhere going, you know, I'm just going to try using just an iPad. Because I think a lot of people want the iPad to be the only computer they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think 2020 showed that generally that's not a thing. That it just It's just not a thing yet. And it might never be a thing. So I was, yeah. cur- I was curious. Because, like, you're, you're a teacher. you got to do real work on your computer, right? I'm guessing yes. there's parts of your job you just can't do on an iPad. That's true. Well, okay, so last year we switched to a Google Suite, or a school switched to Google Suite. Yeah. So technically, everything I need to do, I can do on an iPad. But it's just so janky, you know? I mean, file management, just file management. And half a teacher's life is just file management. Oh, yeah. You know, curriculum, syllabus, worksheets, and things like that. And uh, the the iPad apps and the Google apps on the iPad allow you to do that. Like, this is a thing you can do now. And the iPad functionality has advanced, thankfully, to, to an extent where you can drag and drop things. You know, the, the metaphors that you used to use in the computer or that you use in a computer, you can kind of do it on the iPad now, especially with mouse support. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no. <laughs> to be honest, no. No, it's just... Even if the, the device itself 
is extremely powerful and fast. Mm -hmm. Just the way you do things is, you know, several degrees slower than you would on a not that fast computer. Yeah. Because of how it is. So even if it's like as a computer, it can all the specs you want are great on the iPad. It's just not the same. Like transferring a file to another folder takes six seconds more. That's the same problem I had with my old computer. So upgrading to an iPad would not make any sense. Um, I have to uh, I have to correct myself also. I, I, you asked me if I ever considered another computer, and I forget that I did. There was one evening where I had a conversation with a friend asking how much he spent on his gaming PC. Yeah. Uh, and I, I hope he's not listening because he does have a gaming PC with RGB lights <laughs> all over the place. Uh, tell, tell him hi for me. I'm one of those people now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Timmy, if you're listening, thank you. Um, but um, And he, he told me how much it costs for him to get the setup he wanted. And I was thinking, maybe I can keep the laptop. That's the thing. I can keep my Mac. But, you know, now that I've been home in front of a computer all, all year, it might be cool to have a gaming PC just so I can have a gaming PC. Mm-hmm. And then and, and I would spend a little bit less than I would on a new Mac to get the setup that I would like. Uh, for a desktop PC, because if, I, if it's going to be my first desktop PC, it better be good. Otherwise, why bother? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after what a few minutes, I realized that I would probably just do this. I mean, I wouldn't be able to play games anyway. Like I, you know, I have a PS4 that I've been wanting to play more often than I do, and I don't get to. So I don't know what made me think that I'd be able to play on my PC uh, as much as I want to. You know, I mean, I, if I were gonna, if the intention was to play games, I, the Switch is higher on the list of things I want to buy. God, me know? too. <laughs> Sorry, and I, I own a Switch, and I would say that my, uh, I have, I, I will play some video games on my RGB gaming PC, but mm-hmm. that's I'm not a PC gamer, and never have been. <laughs> so, so okay, so now you're telling me all of these things, and yeah. it boils down to you not wanting to buy an ultra portable. That's what it sounds like. No, so not at all. Why you buy an <laughs> RGB gaming PC? Because I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> that's basically it. Oh. <laughs> uh, because uh, that's my job. Because I need to be able to do my job on my computer. Um, okay. And and uh, apologies to all the all the graphic designers who work on a Mac. Um, but I have clients that work on Windows, and they need Windows stuff, and there's compatibility issues, and I'm just stuck. I'm just stuck in Windows world. That's that's what it is. I I made my bed, and I got to lie in it. Um, so, why is the desktop gaming PC like specifically the gaming PC? Like yeah, the thing that that's the best at is gaming. Why is that the choice you made? Well, because if you want a PC that's really really good at Photoshop at uh, rendering video at uh, crunching through thousands of files, you buy a gaming PC. That's it. Uh, because what you want is a giant, hot, crunchy GPU. That's the answer. Right? And that where you find those are gaming PCs. Um, you know? <laughs> so that's it. That's, that's, that's the answer. Um... So like, and that's you know, I have I haven't been on a Mac in ten years now, um, and it it would be a tremendous effort 
for me to move my professional life to the Mac. Um, And it might be impossible uh, because I think I would still need Windows at some level. And as of last fall, you could buy a Mac that ran Windows, but right now you can't. Um, And you might be able to in the future. They might figure it out. Uh, But right now, if you on your MacBook Air wanted to run Windows, you couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, but you you could before when it was an Intel Mac, right? Uh, uh, why was there? So sorry, just help me understand this. There is no alternative for someone like you on the PC world besides a gaming PC. Well, there is, um, but not really. Like it's um, like there are things like there's like the Surface Studio, uh, right? There. Right. Um, yeah, that it, it's an option. It unfortunately was just priced out for me. Um, I think the Surface Studio is a beautiful machine, but it's four thousand dollars for me. Is this the one? Is this like the iMac that becomes a giant tablet? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and there are plenty of computers like that. There are PCs like that that are like purpose built for graphic designers and artists, and they're beautiful and they're lovely, and they're just crazy expensive. Mm. You know, like. I'm at the point in my life where I can comfortably spend $2,000 on a computer. I'm not at the point where I can comfortably spend $4,000 on a computer. Right, right. You know? Yeah, I would have a lot of difficulty justifying that. So that was basically it. Um, I was able to get a really great graphics card. Uh, I got the NVIDIA RTX 3070 which is uh, in, uh, apparently in high demand and hard to get because of Bitcoin miners, mm. which is a, just a weird sentence to say. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how long it'll, it'll uh, how, how it'll age, but it does, it does sound like a thing that should be a normal thing to say that still isn't for me. It really isn't normal at all. <laughs> right. Um. So, but yeah, so that's that's basically it. It's because my professional life uh, demands it, and my um, and not only my professional life presently, but where I want my professional life to go. I wanted something with this kind of power. Mm, okay. Yeah. So there's a there's a little bit of professional aspiration that went. I was I had a strong computer before. But it had thermal issues, and I was afraid of pushing it, of, of really pushing the gas down. Um, and I basically I wanted a machine that I could that I don't need to be afraid to really push. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I guess what I uh, the last thing I want to figure out is, or the, the next thing I want to figure out is, so what. Uh, so the your ideal like pie in the sky machine is a uh, is just priced out for you. Is is that the case? Yeah, I think in a perfect world, something like a Surface Studio would be lovely, like a giant twenty seven inch touchscreen computer. Right. You know, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, for um, and they don't update it very often. They they haven't updated it in a couple of years. The Surface Studio. Um, so it's, it's running a couple years old Intel processors now. And, um, I think it's still good. You can, because you have a desktop PC, which is, I guess, fundamentally like modular. Yeah. 
reusable and adjustable and upgradable. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is the functionality of your pie in the sky machine something you can upgrade to in the future, or will you need to buy a whole new machine for that? Probably. Um, I haven't really thought about upgradability yet, although it is sort of a nice feature of a big desktop computer. But I sort of, I bought this thing thinking this as it stands, will probably last me five years without having to upgrade anything. Um, right. Yeah, I'm actually just looking at the Surface Studio now, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing is really, really pretty, and it starts at $4,600. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and I think even at that configuration, I wouldn't get the power I'd want. Right, Yeah. Right. So that's so, like the base models. Yeah, that's the base model. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they're, they're like, the Surface Studio 2, that's like competitive with like the iMac Pro, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I basically, like this gaming PC basically has the power of the base level Mac Pro. Nice. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think has a better video card. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we should, like, let's talk about, so, like, when you got your machine, you basically, you read all these reviews, and mm-hmm. it was like, shut up, it's not that good. It can't be that good. <laughs> yes. Right? Uh, it was, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. like years and years and years of Max getting, like, 10% better, 15% better, and then all of a sudden this thing comes out with the new processor, and it's like, uh, it, it, it's... It, it, it's like it went from black and white to color. Right, right. This is what they said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and how it mattered to me was not... I guess because I'm not a developer. I'm not a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I am a teacher. And as a teacher, what I've had to learn to do this year, aside from podcasting, I learned to podcast uh, and edit audio. I also had to learn to edit video uh, because that's a thing we do now. Mm-hmm. We record video and we edit it. Uh, and also the problem with not uh, being um, not being a, a designer or developer or editor or creative person in those fields and still being an Apple per- and, and yet being an Apple person and being friends with people in those fields is you also start to have higher standards for I, I, I have higher standards for what I'm able to do uh, that absolutely do not match my ability to do it. Uh, so no matter what I do, I'm not, you know, I mean, you know, I want the video to feel a certain way. I think feelings is all I have, really. Mm-hmm. Um, to feel a certain way, but I haven't the faintest idea how to do it, and I had to learn. So, I, I'm, you know, I had to learn from scratch. I still feel like I'm at scratch. Um, and the new computers, uh, the M1 reviews, showed me that I'll be able to do that faster. But before then, I had, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't, I, I don't have the... Uh, not the arrogance, but I don't have the right to complain about how slow my computer was in exporting a video. Mm-hmm. But the reviews showed me that apparently it was really, really slow. <laughs> like, I did not realize that a couple hours to export a six-minute video is not normal. Ooh, yeah, and, that's, uh, that's slow, yeah. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. It's slow. And, you know, figuring out what it means to export a video is a thing I had to do last year. So... Just being able to have done it is I was happy. And the reviews showed me that hey, maybe I shouldn't be happy. <laughs> you know, maybe I should expect thirty seconds for a five minute video. Which I now can do, Sawyer. It's amazing. 
Like, uh, you know, the, it's, it's a difference. Because, but, you know, it, it wasn't like a life-wrecking difference. Mm-hmm. But the benefits are so great. Like, I can now... Uh, it, it's now a matter of... Uh, uh, editing work for a video I need to do for, for school is 30 minutes uh, that used to be two and a half hours. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a big... Now, I don't do it weekly or regularly enough for it to make a huge difference. But it makes a difference. You know, that's a I that's really, that's real time is money stuff right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Like ex- and 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 that it costs nothing to the computer. I think that's the thing. Yeah. Because you know, the, you, you do it. To, you let the old computer, the old Mac, export it, and that's all it can do. I leave it alone. I do something else with my life. You go. For, you go out for a cigarette, as the old graphic designers used to do. Yeah. Yeah. And now I literally don't have to. I can just. <laughs> Keep doing whatever else I want to do on my computer. It, it's so it's a major difference, but uh, you know it's I, I'm torn between like these are all true things, Sawyer, and I can I can extol the virtues of, of my new computer and and the the reviews showed me that, but I think I was just happy to be allowed to want a new thing again. Yeah, and that the new thing I was gonna get is a thing that everybody is saying is really, really great. Like, that's the sort of thing that happens once every... One uh, is the thing... I mean, even the Apple Watch, when it came out, was not being extolled as really, really great. It's just the first Apple Watch. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I, I don't... I can't remember... The, I think the iPhone was the last thing I remember where everybody's saying, this is the thing you should get, and you won't feel bad if you get it now, and you won't feel bad five years from now if you get it now. Yeah. You know? Uh, and they, they don't say that about the yearly upgrades. So when they started saying that about this, and then I realized that it was okay for me to want that, mm-hmm. uh, I think I was just rationalizing by saying it was the reviews. <laughs> you know, like the reviews are just for me to not feel bad, to feel guilty about it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it's just, it's just such a nice new thing. I'm looking at it right now. It's so nice. <laughs> I think, I think that's what I'm happiest about. I'm really happy for you. You know. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, there was a couple of weeks of ruminating about whether or not I should get the the, the 8 gig or the 16 gig RAM. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there was a lot of energy there because it's expensive. I know it's a, I know it's a very personal question, how much RAM is in your machine. Uh, and don't feel like you have to answer it for our, for our, for our people. Uh, this, is, this can be between you and the RAM. <laughs> Well, you know, I just uh, I figure it's about being authentic in this podcast, so I might as well just say that I have 16 gigs of RAM. Um, of course, I have no problem saying it because I have 16 gigs of RAM. As, a, as an iPhone XS owner, I'm not surprised. <laughs> 10S. 10S. No, but, uh, but it also goes with the... See, that's the rational part of me. Yeah. You know, because I think I would have been happy regardless if I chose the 8 gig machine. Like the happiness part that I was talking about, the side of me that's just happy to get a new thing. Yeah, would have been thrilled with the eight gig machine. And apparently, all the reviews are saying, you know, I just get the eight gig. If you can't, if you have to think about whether whichever one you want to get, uh, that might mean it's a stretch for you to get sixteen. Get the eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, is what they were saying a few months ago, and it seems that they're still saying it now. Some some three month in reviews are coming out now that they're still saying the same thing. But uh, I also wanted. 
the thing that I made me consider a gaming PC is knowing that if I if there's any part about it that I wanted to upgrade, I could. And the thing about these Macs, more than any generation ever, is that once you buy it, that's it. So, I, the, it was it was only because of that that I chose the 16 gig, not because I actually need it or ever need it. Like right. I think the 30 second export thing is a thing that doesn't need 16 gigs to do. I mean, my videos are crude iMovies. You know? Doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's just a doesn't hurt sort of thing. And that I might need it five years from now is the reason I upgraded. Yeah. But, you know, it's... And that's the that's the tragedy of these things because the other... I'm sorry, just, just to get into another aspect of uh, a Mac, a new M1 Mac, this specific Mac, is that I think more than any generation, this is the one that makes me... Also makes me feel that it is beginning to depreciate the moment I opened it. Like it's a car. Yeah. You know? oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that I very much feel that. I'll tell you that in a minute. We'll get back, when we get back to mine, oh, my God, do I feel like that. Right, the, right. The, per- oh, we... the purchasing experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and it's not... I, I don't know what it is, Sawyer. I don't know if this is a thing I felt 10 years ago. I don't think it is a thing I felt 10 years ago. You know, I just didn't care. Yeah. Like, a new, iP- a new iPad Pro was a thing that I was thrilled about. You know, I, I didn't think about its value. It was just a thing I was happy about. Yeah. But this one, I am so hyper-conscious of the fact that... Uh, not that I... I it's not, not that I will regret it, because I know it's an endless cycle. But, you know, the rumors of the new 14-inch Air coming out, 16-inch Air coming out, and I don't want those. I don't... I don't want to... I don't. I have no interest in in feeling bad about this one, thinking I should have held off for that one. Yeah. Because I wanted this one, but it's just never been more glaring to me that the value of this is appreciably lower than it was when I bought it. You know, and um, and because of my inability to upgrade it, it's just a fact I'll have to live with for the next ten years. And that's a thing I didn't feel about my computer. I've never felt about my computer. I felt that about my phone. Not that it mattered. Yeah, I felt that about my iPad, but it didn't matter there either. But it kind of matters a little bit <laughs> with my computer, you know, because I know that a lot of the value of everyone saying this is the one you should buy is simply because this is the only M1 out there. You know, that's part of it. Um, but also knowing the other factors like Apple's yearly cycle, like they will upgrade the M1 to the M1X, to the M2 more than Intel did, you know? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, hopefully, but, you know, probably. But, like, selfishly, I'm thinking maybe don't. Just maybe do two years just to make people like us feel better, you know? <laughs> yeah, just do two years. It doesn't need to be up. The M1 is good enough to be to be better than a lot. Yeah. Better than its competitors for another year, you know? Um, but they're going to do it. The M1X, the M2, it's going to come out immediately at, at a rate uh, that is much greater than or, or faster than the, the old Macs did. It is now on the yearly cycle. And that's, you know, I, I don't feel great about it. I don't feel terrible about it. I'm so happy with this. But it's it's just never a thing I had to think about with computers, you know. The, the MacBook Pro was a thing I was happy about uh, for years until last year. Right. And I, I worry that I will not feel that way about this just because of the, the, the different world it's a part of now, that it partly launched just because it's different. It kind of makes me feel 
I need a podcast, you know. I need to use those poorly. So, so that I think yeah. it's not that your computer isn't a good purchase. It, it is. I think the M1 is is great. And if you don't specifically need Windows, and if you don't specifically need Intel-based Mac software, which there are a few things that don't run well yet on your computer, but you're not using those, so it's not a problem. Um, right. Uh, it's the computer to buy. It's the de- it, you, once again, the MacBook Air is the default computer that most people should buy if they need a computer. Right? right. There's there's almost a, a piece to like peace has been restored <laughs> in a way. <laughs> I say that, but I'm glad you are. Yeah. Yes. No, and I and I I you know it's it's not the computer I would buy, but it is the computer I would tell most people to buy. Um, because it's it's. It's not that much money, and it does things so well for what it for what it is, right? It's that like value proposition, right? Right. It's so good. Um, yeah, I would not necessarily tell people to go out and get a gaming PC, even though that's what I did. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's funny. I think I think it's funny that both of us are now no longer using Intel computers. Um, or Intel chips, anyway. Um, I was not uh, planning on like leaving Intel or buying an AMD. Um, the brief times that I've had experience with AMD computers have not been good experiences. Um, really? Yes, beca- because the only AMD chips I've ever used have been low-end AMD chips. Uh, computers in, like, uh, five, six, seven hundred dollar laptops. That those kind of things, right? And and it turns out AMD's pretty bad at making chips at that level, but they're really good at making chips on the high level. So the chip I have, the Ryzen seven thirty seven hundred X, is a killer of a chip, and it it just outstrips Intel in the same area. Um, yeah, it, it's just crazy. Um, but what's funny? Sorry, go ahead. Now, is that why you were saying that the the, the value decreases also for you with this gaming PC? <laughs> is it because it's AMD? Uh, no, I don't think it's that. It's that the feeling of getting it off the lot felt like I'd lost half the value immediately. Um, because so I I had to like an animal, Mikey. I had to go to a computer store and pick this computer up. <laughs> <laughs> so you did get off the lot. Oh man. Yeah, so I had to go to the computer store, and the guy gave me the box, and he said, um, he said, final sale, uh, you can only return it if something is defective, and only in the first 14 days. Mm. Right, and then he tried to sell me a, a three-year warranty. Did you get it? Did you get the three-year warranty? I did not get the warranty. Um, which is a risk for a new type of computer I've never used before. Um, but yeah, it's like the second I hit buy, it's like, it, this is mine now, and it is no longer their problem. <laughs> right. That's what made it feel like, oh my god, I just, like, the, the this $2,000 computer just became a $1,000 computer, because now it's mine, and not theirs. <laughs> I never would have thought that anyone would feel that about a PC. Is it because he bought uh, an assembled 
fully assembled PC sold as what it is? Maybe, maybe. I to be fair, like I just did not have the bravery in me to buy the parts and put it together myself. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So yeah, it was a matter of bravery, like or you know. Yeah, I just didn't trust my own skills to do that. I've never done it before. Uh, I have no reason to think I would be good at it. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't have that stereotypical male dumb confidence to just be like, yeah, of course I can, <laughs> of course I can. <laughs> oh man, I've never, I've never felt so called out by you. <laughs> because my, 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 that, that was a sincere like, yeah, why didn't you just assemble it, Sawyer? There was a part of me that just... <laughs> what, what, what experience in my life would make me think that I could do that. (laughs) I've turned computers on and I've turned computers off and if that doesn't fix the problem, I'm not your guy. (laughs) I'm a a graphic designer. I am not an IT person. (laughs) That is a whole job. Right, that is a whole job. That's a whole job and a whole skill set that I do not have. <laughs> That's right. Now, I am take, I am taking note that this is not a thing you can just go on YouTube to learn. You, I mean, you could, maybe. I mean, but I have no interest in doing that. As soon as I found out that the computer store could just do it for me. <laughs> of course, of course. I'm like, of course. Get Get a professional. <sighs> so, anyways. You know, also, whoever's it, left of our audience, if they're if they're happy about what we're saying, I'm really happy they're the ones who are sticking around. It was also, and this is this is funny. This is a sort of PC thing. It was the only way to get the video card. I couldn't buy the video card by itself. They were sold out everywhere. Uh, but, oh, but if you okay. buy a whole PC, they put the video card in there. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so that's, that's so funny. That is, so that's Mikey, the- that's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that this happens on the PC world as well. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... So, wait, so this is because the graphics card is sold out. It's not that they don't make it. No, yeah, no, they make it and sell it. But the second yeah. graphics card comes into stock, they're gone. Um, I see. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. I mean, the 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 admission of not having courage makes sense to me too. But this is <laughs> I will happily, I will happily admit to not having courage in many aspects. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some say that's what true courage is. Yeah, I would have never taken the headphone jack out of the iPhone. Never. <laughs> It would still be in there because of cowardice. Uh, and I'd be okay with it. Yes, everyone would. Yeah, everyone would. That This is true. More people would be okay with it. Yes. They, they actually were with the whole courage removing headphone jack thing. I want to... Okay, so, so you're... You chose poorly possibility about the M1 Mac is not that the computer is bad, but that in six months they might come out with one that's twice as good. <laughs> and, yeah. and right? And yeah. then you get that FOMO, right? Um, my and, 
my worry about mine is that I've made a huge mistake in not going with the M1 Max. And I'll tell you what made me really feel like that was last week when I asked you to do a Geekbench score on your computer. Oh, no. Oh, no. And my... My AMD NVIDIA gaming PC that is just a beast of a machine. And I mean, like, it's it's heavy and large, and uh, currently it's purple. Um, <laughs> update on the colors. Um, <laughs> and it's stationary. I can't move it, right? It's plugged into the wall. Um your M1 MacBook Air scored a higher Geekbench number in both single-core and multi-core processing than my machine. Uh, that, that is the, oh, no. <laughs> now, I know for a fact that the Geekbench score is... Um, it's like a, it's like if you were to weigh yourself and I were to weigh myself, but we have two different scales, right? You can't really trust it to be super perfect and that there's so many reasons why the number is the way it is and they do their best, but it's never going to be a one-to-one apples to apples or apple to AMD comparison, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. But the fact <laughs> that you beat me at all. <laughs> but, uh, just a step above entry-level machine. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Now, we have the exact same amount of RAM, so that should be the same, right? But my graphics card should blow your graphics card out of the water. And my processor should blow your processor out of the water. But according to the score, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Now, my new desktop PC, according to these numbers, is four times more powerful or more like faster at executing tasks. It's four times faster than my previous computer. I have significantly upgraded, personally. But I'm behind you <laughs> and your little laptop from the fruit company. <laughs> And that <laughs> is how you do a season premiere of a You Chose Poorly season. That is how you do it. That is how you do it. I, I don't know what to say besides thanks. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But it's okay. Like, it's fine. I'm very happy sure. with this thing. Sure, sure, my Geekbench scores are higher than yours, mm-hmm. but... Your computer has lights. It, it's blue now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like what? So the the first thing I did with it, with with like you know, I installed all my apps and all that. And um, <laughs> okay, here's an embarrassing story. Um, the first thing I did was like I, I turned it all on and I I started up Windows Update because. Um, you don't have this problem because you're on a Macintosh computer, but uh, mm-hmm. the default Windows installation uh, still thinks it's like 2014 for some reason, and it's like, we got six gigs of updates for you right away. 
<laughs> Never get a computer or a gaming console for Christmas. Um, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I was like, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, like, just do the updates. I'll leave it alone. It'll take a little while. It's fine. I'll come back to it, right? And I just, I noticed that, like, the Wi-Fi was really, really slow on it. Um, like, painfully slow. Like, like, two or three megabytes a second slow. And I was like, that's weird. And then I thought, oh, crap, it's mine now. I took it off the lot. This is my problem. And I thought, oh, no, wait. They said if something was defective, I could take it back, right? So maybe there's something defective with the Wi-Fi card, right? Uh -huh. um, and so I, I Googled solutions uh, for what to do in this situation. I was like, brand new gaming PC, slow Wi-Fi. What do I do? And a bunch of answers came up, and I, I tried a few things, and like, there's drivers and stuff, and I thought, okay, well, maybe if I update the driver, it'll be fine, right? There's updates coming. I'll, I'll wait. I'll plug in the Ethernet, and I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Um, loaded up everything. It's still crappy, right? So I looked up more answers, and finally, I... <laughs> You're as a Mac person, you're gonna love this. Finally, I saw somebody post a photo on Reddit that said, "This is what the back of your computer uh, looks like," and I, I agreed with that photo. And <laughs> and it's just a ton of ports and metal and wires and nonsense, right? And and they said, "Zoom in on this little thing here. There should be an antenna coming out of that. If there isn't." you should put an antenna in that. <laughs> oh, man. And I thought, I don't have an antenna. And oh, then I man. thought, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, no, 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 there was like a bag of stuff that came with the computer. Oh, no. And I did not look in the bag at all uh, before. This is where my dumb male confidence came in. I did not read the instructions. I did not... <laughs> I did not open the bag. I did not check to see if I had anything. And I look in the bag. Sure enough, there are two little, like, screw-in antennas. And I put them both in, and the Wi-Fi works great. Oh, man. But could you imagine? Could you imagine no, if, you, was... if, you, if you go to the Apple store and pick up a new Apple computer, and you go home, and you're like, why is the Wi-Fi slow? And you call the Apple store, and they're like, well, you got to screw the antenna into the back of it, you idiot. There's a bag that comes in the box <laughs> with wires you don't, and antennas. You don't even get a bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised they even still give you a power cord with your computer. Right. I got a bag full of I got a bag full of extra parts some of which I needed uh, they, Apple would say that's very bad for the environment yes it, yeah, yes they would it. yes they would they're plastic antenna too so <laughs> you know my wife asked me so wait does your Mac come with the charger and she wasn't kidding no she, she, <laughs> that's a legitimate yeah. question <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's just so funny to be like, oh, I have to plug the antenna in like it's a satellite dish from the seventies. Like, yeah, that's that's. I feel I keep having to disclaimer because I'm the Mac user yeah. in this podcast, right? Yeah. But you're you're saying it first, but so I can say that is ridiculous, man. It's that's so crazy. crazy. <laughs> 
yeah, that's so crazy. That's not normal. That's not what. That's you know. I mean, it, it almost feels like a matter of respect. You know. <laughs> it's yeah. disrespectful to still have antennas on computers. Yeah. Yeah, or to, or to still like, you know, the the illusion that uh, this is what PC users say all the time. Yeah. That, you know that. That the PC world respects PC users because PC users have a choice. You, Sawyer, have a choice to attach or not attach the Wi-Fi antenna, you know? <laughs> but, That's but, right. It's uh, up to me. <laughs> that, doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like respect to me. You know? <laughs> That's That's crazy. You know, you bought a machine. It's supposed to have Wi-Fi working out of the box. Without you doing anything else, it would have been. I I guess that's. It would have been kind of nice for the people for whom I did ask several dumb questions. It would have been nice for them to be like, "Yeah, there's antenna. You're gonna plug it." (laughs) Well, maybe the assumption was that because it's a desktop, it would be plugged in via Ethernet. Like you know, like they didn't want to assume. I did think that. I was like, "Oh, is the Wi-Fi shitty on this?" Because they don't think I'm gonna ever use Wi-Fi anyway. Right. Right. Right? Um, yeah, like, like there's Bluetooth on this machine, but the Bluetooth isn't that great compared to, like, the Bluetooth in my Surface. Um, but is that because they're like, well, no, you're a gamer. You want things plugged in, obviously. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, computers are weird. I will yeah, say, I, I will say, I have 10 USB ports, though. Wow. Yeah. See that you know that's legitimately impressive. I, I'm not being sarcastic. I have two, and uh, I had to buy a USB hub, and it was after I bought it yeah. that I learned that the M1 has problems with USB hubs. Oh shit! So, yeah, like uh, I thankfully have had very minimal problems. There was one time that it just restarted out of nowhere. I think because of some power surge thing. Yeah. Uh, which I thought killed my computer, but aside from that. No problems, but it is widely reported that it doesn't work well with the USB-C hubs that came out in the past five years. Sorry. the other Macs. I think I exaggerated. Um, I think I only have eight USB ports, not ten. Uh, <laughs> sounds the same as ten to me. <laughs> I, bet, I, I may have rounded up. Um, right. I, yeah, I've got eight USB ports. I've got six in the back and two on top. Um, nice. I've got um, an audio jack and a mic jack on top, nice. and an audio jack and a mic jack in the back in case I want to set up multiple mics. Um, of course. I have, and I swear to God, I have an S2 port for a 90s-style keyboard, if I wish. Wow. <laughs> wow, is this the, the round one? Yeah. With the, with the, the yeah. needles? Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if you, if you got if you got one of those S, like like old 90s keyboards... I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with a, or a mouse with a rollerball. Oh, yeah. I can get one of those. <laughs> Very nice. Um, yeah. So I'm good. I don't have any USB-C ports, though. Not not a single one. Oh, no. Yeah. So, but, uh, but, the U- oh, but these are USB 3. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm more fine now than you are. But in, like, five years, I wonder if this is going to be an issue. <laughs> right, right. You know? Of course. Yeah, that's. I think. Yeah, it's a. It's a weird thing to balance. I, I. I. don't. I think all we can do is talk about it because there's. There is no. Aside from the helplessness of 
not having infinite wealth mm -hmm. to upgrade whenever we want. Mm -hmm. So uh, it is a real so problem. What's yeah. The fun in, what's yeah. the fun in that? You know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's the the like the, the the things we're compromising really is is a thing that it's it's what we wrestle with, and uh, the uncertainty of being right about the choices we're about the compromises we're making mm -hmm. is. Uh, I guess is what I'm glad I have you for, <laughs> and what I'm glad I have the show for, because you know, the just like with the iPads last season, where they're right and then they're not right. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you to update. The, the, that was shortly after I bought the iPad Pro. That was six months after I got this iPad Pro. I'm still using it today. Yeah. So I'd gladly, I'm, I'm very happy to update you uh, to follow up on five years ago that I am. This was the right iPad Pro for me. That's uh, this, I, this is my iPad favorite kind of review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, this is uh, exactly the you know this is this is this was the right iPad. There was nothing for me to fret about five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but see, it took me five years to know that. <laughs> and, and for five years, I was you know happy and then unhappy, and then the next year, I was sure I was wrong. And then, you know, then, but now five years in, I, I think I'm happy with it. Sweet. Uh, here's to us, uh, here's to us believing that our purchases now about our computers are the right thing five years from now. Because, God, that would suck if it wasn't. <laughs> um, I've got one more little anecdote that I think will make you laugh as someone who does not have to deal with this bullshit as a PC person. Um, <laughs> so I. I downloaded um, DaVinci Resolve, which is a video editing app, um, which, by the way, just just compiled for M1 Max. So yes, if you if you want a, if you want a, a professional free video maker, this is a good one. Um, or at least it's free with most of its features. Um, but if you want all the features, I think you have to pay three hundred dollars. Um, it, it, that's how they get you. Uh, but I'm learning how to use that thing. Um, I've been wanting to learn DaVinci for a long time. Um, and I, I opened the app, and, it's, and it, it crashed immediately. Like, it didn't work at all. And I Googled for the solution, and turns out I needed to switch a preference in the NVIDIA graphics card settings. And I'll send you the screenshot. Um, it's it's one of my favorite screenshots ever. Like the, my favorite little setting ever. And it says choose your driver preference. Um, I'm just gonna drop it in so you see this at the same time as I say it. Uh -huh. It says choose your driver preference. Do you want a game ready driver, which provides the best <laughs> gaming experience? Or do you want a studio driver that provides the best experience for creative apps? <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! And so I I, I switched it over to studio driver because I want the best experience for creative apps. <laughs> and uh -huh. DaVinci Resolve worked immediately. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and then I and then I made a project and I exported a high resolution video and it was over in thirty seconds and I was amazed. But the fact that it didn't even work when I didn't have this setting 
toggled to the right thing. And it's such a... I mean, what do you do now? So you, what, you can't play a game? What, what's the... Uh, honestly, so I've, I've just kept it at Studio Driver, and I've played a few games, and all the games seem to work fine. Um, now, I don't have any games that would, like... Like, I don't own Cyberpunk or anything like that. Uh, right. Uh, you know, um, I, I, I don't... I honestly, I think the, like, the... The 2015 Tomb Raider is probably the most graphically intensive game I own. Uh, uh-huh. And I haven't yet installed that to try that, but like everything else seems to work fine in studio driver mode, so maybe I'll just keep it there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Is this uh, for, I don't know, for the what, two people who listen to this show <laughs> and know the answer? Keeps going down. Is, is, this, is this normal? Is this normal? I don't know, man. Is this a normal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's almost offensive. I thought so. I thought like figure it out. You you're the computer. You figure out the best way to do this. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I bought you for. Yeah, you figure it out. You figure that, figure it out. That's what I mean about the, of it being a matter of respect. Exactly. But, yeah, I, I guess I want. I want to know if it's normal, not because I feel like I have any... I think that's why, because I don't know if I actually have any baseline of mm-hmm. what normal is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an Apple guy, you know? Yeah. I have subscribed to the Steve Jobs doctrine as much as... And this includes me hating them for all the stupid reasons they do stupid things. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, the it's a very Steve Jobs thing to say that the reason you're paying us is because we make the choices. Yeah. And if we don't make good choices, you wouldn't pay us. I mean, that's the thing he said. Yeah. Let's put that, let's put that in the show notes. But yeah, that's that's the thing, you know. And the it's 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 offensive. But I feel like if I if I dig deep, it seems like it stems from what I guess lack of courage, laziness. It's lack of courage. This is that that's that's exactly it. That's why my computer has two headphone jacks, and my phone has none. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah, that seems to be it. That seems to be it. And I, I guess I want to know if that's normal. Like maybe maybe <laughs> is I'm it, wrong. Fellas, is it normal to have two headphone jacks? <laughs> <laughs> it, it almost seems like the ideal, like what they really wanted to do in this PC is for you to have two graphics cards. I could put a, I could, I could I could put four more graphics cards in here if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that that's possible on yeah. PC. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's what it wants you to do, Sawyer. Yeah, it just feed me more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a game ready driver and a studio driver. Why choose? I, honestly, that might be the real answer. <laughs> Why choose? So, like, if if we're gonna subscribe to this line of thinking, you should buy an M1 Mac. Yeah, I should buy a gaming PC. Yeah, because then we'd have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't have a podcast. Or we'd have 10 more. <laughs> you know what? You know, and this is so I watch a lot of YouTube. I don't know about you. I watch a lot of YouTube. And mm-hmm. I watch creators on YouTube. And they, you know, these are the people who are like, I don't know, could I get away with using an iPad as my only computer? Look at the background on almost every single person on YouTube. 
And whether they're a PC person or a Mac person or an iPad person or a phone person or they're just a Nintendo Switch gamer and they don't do anything but that, there's a giant honking gaming PC in the background of 100% of these people's videos. (laughs) And that's why I bought this thing. (laughs) MKBHD has a Mac Pro with two of those $5,000 displays. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's... That's a difference. That's the difference. Yes, everybody else does. Yeah. Hey, no, even MKBHD, behind his Mac Pro, there's a gaming PC right next to it. <laughs> even him. And it costs a million dollars, and it's made of platinum. <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to think that the thing we, we chose poorly is our, our line of work that allows us this little income. <laughs> like, that's that's what we chose poorly. I shouldn't have been a teacher. You shouldn't have been a graphic designer. Yeah. Four thousand dollar PCs should be easy for you. Yeah. As they should for me. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where we're wrong. It, it the, the, here's the thing though. You've got you've got like the new Coca Cola of computers in that like ten thousand dollars won't buy you a better Mac than what you have right now. <laughs> oh, that's. That's almost true, yeah. It's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a Macintosh, the best Macintosh is like 1500 bucks right now. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. <laughs> like the, that's, like, but that, that, that's going to be right for another month or so. Yeah, that's the, that's the, it's a temporal anomaly. But it's right. weird to think that right now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird knowing you spent more. You spent much more than I did. So, yeah. 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 At least you have the lights. Not much more. Uh, in terms of, like, I spec'd out the MacBook Air for me in Canadian dollars, and it ended up being 1600 bucks. So if I would have gone that way, I would have spent... I would have spent two grand that way, too. Right. So, about the right, same right, here. Right. But, you know, currency conversions are weird that way. This has been really yeah, fun. It, it's... It's 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 so much fun. I'm so I worry that the if a podcast between you and me goes long enough, it'll boil down to how little money we have and how much money we should have. But, have you tried not but, being poor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This might not be the first time we talked about this too. But yes, uh, I'm I'm very happy about this. I think this is the the perfect way to start a new season, man. That's what it comes down to, right? Is that we don't have infinite money, so choices become complicated, and you have to live with your choices, possibly for years. You know, and we're we're lucky enough to be in situations where we can spend money on things like this, uh, but like you still have to live with it for years. You know, you do. Uh, right so that's that's what it comes out it's like you want to choose correctly but it's so easy to do the wrong thing (laughs) and that's okay sometimes living with the wrong thing for a few years can be fun and then you end up with a zoom tattoo on your arm later (laughs) you know Uh, (laughs) but (laughs) show notes screenshot do that right it's fine it's not the worst thing that can happen to you (laughs) yeah yeah much many things worse than a zoom tattoo yeah shut up <laughs> all right um yeah i i'm really looking forward to doing more of these um i've got some good picks of like of things 
that have happened to me because of my own decisions <laughs> that I think will amuse you and hopefully other people. And I, I think you have yes. the same, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm also curious to learn, because I saw, I saw your list a while back, and there's, there's some things there that I just have no idea about that I just love to learn about. Mm. Like, you know, uh, so, so totally, I think this is a, this is, I don't know about anyone else or the two listeners we have, or one, but I, I am certainly in to what we are doing. So I look forward to doing this again and again with you. I want to hear, if, if, if you could tell me, I want to hear all about your teaching software experiences. <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! Yes, yes. Let's put that in the list. Cool. Ugh, it's not over. It's still changing. So yes, yes, totally. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, uh, have a good week, everyone. And I'll stay on the line with you for a few minutes. But I'll stop recording around here. And uh, yeah, if y'all could just like um, talk about the show, if you listen to it, that would be great. Put it in your Instagram stories or. Or, or your clubhouse feed. I don't know how things work anymore. Um, <laughs> ciao. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>